Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. What is up, Happy Tanners? Thank you so much for joining us on episode 46 of the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Jessica Kreese from Bronze Bells in Weatherford, Texas. She's been in the business for over 14 years, and she has a ton of information to share with you and how you can improve and grow your business, how you can learn from her mistakes and things that she's been through. Tons of great information. She's a wonderful storyteller. Again, been in it for 14 years. She went from a $100 airbrush gun off Craigslist back in 2005 to where she is now, a salon with multiple employees, five rooms, and so, so much more. Jessica, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Today's podcast is sponsored by Sunless Evolution, and Jessica was actually kind enough to give us a review. She is one of our wonderful founding members. She shares a bit of a review there in the podcast, so make sure you check that out. If you don't know what Sunless Evo is, go on over to sunlessevo.com, sunlessevo.com. Check it out. It's my new collaboration with Jimmy Coco the man, the myth, the legend himself. It's a wonderful private community that's dedicated to helping you grow your business and your craft. We focus on both. Jimmy's the expert in the craft. I'm the expert in the business. And everybody in the group is here to help you as well. We are truly a sunless family. Come on over. Check it out. The doors open on April 1st. For the first time, we are reopening the doors since the initial intake in December. Come on over. Check it out. Sunlessevo.com. Open on April 1st. We're only open for a week, so make sure you get in now because the doors will be closing again. Thank you so much again, Jessica. Thank you, Happy Tans listeners. As always, if you have any questions, email me directly, grant at happytans.com. Thank you so much. Enjoy the episode and happy tanning. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans podcast. On today's episode, we have Jessica Kreese from Bronze Bells. How are you doing today, Jessica? Good. How are you? Doing good. The first video Happy Tans interview. Yeah, look Clap at that. Up. Us, yes, I think you're the second Sunless Evolution member to be on here. Yay! Which is awesome. So let me open up the floor so you can introduce yourself because people that aren't in Sunless Evo probably may not know who you are. I don't know. Share some information. Let us know who you are. Um, so I'm Jessica, owner of Bronze Bells in Weatherford, Texas. We're like an hour west of DFW um, in a tiny little town. I think it's tiny. And I have been in the Sunless industry almost 14 years but I've only had my own salon instead of being mobile and stuff about five years um, off and on actually. So I opened it, went to work in corporate America, came back to it. Um, wow. But yeah, so here we are. That's Almost awesome. 14 years later. 14 years. Yeah. What made you leave it in the first place? I was not dedicated to it. I thought it was just a hobby. Um, and while I loved it, I don't think I was mature enough at the time to take on responsibilities of being a business owner. Yeah. And I had to, you know, grow up a little bit. Right. That's a good point to make. I think a lot of people are in that situation, which is why if you're in any of the forums, which most people are, they see all these questions about, I think a lot of people are stuck because they're at that point where it is a hobby or a side business or something yeah. and they can't take it to the next level because it's preventing them from getting there. So, yep. yeah, that's... it took a leap of faith and just knowing that I could do it and sticking my neck out there and thinking, okay, I'm going to sink or swim. And I yes. guess I swam. So did you go back to corporate and just be like, this is horrible. This isn't me or. I went back for about a year yeah. and I actually got fired from that job. 
<laughs> I was told my personality was too strong and I was devastated and I thought, okay, well, what do I do now? I'll go find another job and just keep doing spray tans on the side. Cause I didn't ever quit doing them. I just yeah. wasn't as fully focused. Um, and then I thought, well, why not use those things that others see as weaknesses as strengths and use my big personality. Cause I know I have one. I can be kind of in your face, yeah. um, as a strength. And so I did. And that's when bronze bell just really took off. Oh, wow. That's a great story. I mean, geez, to get fired and this come back, yeah. just show them how to do it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So too strong of a personality, AKA we don't want people that don't follow the lead like everyone else should. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, did not fit the mold. That's okay. That's okay. We're not, ma- we're not made to fit the mold. I don't think. No. Awesome. So 14 years in and out of business, side business, uh, you know, kind of a night, nighttime business, I'm sure while you were in corporate, uh, now it's full time. It's thriving business as you'll share later. I'm sure lots of ups and downs, obviously as roller coaster ride, as I'm sure you can attest to. (laughs) So I like to touch on the, the, the top and the bottom point of that. First, we start with the worst moment in your business so far, and then we'll go back and, and touch on what's been the best moment so far. Um, I don't know if I've had a lot of worse, like bad moments. I really do seriously enjoy every single aspect of the sunless world. Mm-hmm. Um, the worst moment would probably have to be an insanely difficult client. And that is hard for me because I feel like all my clients are my friends and we get along well and they trust yeah. me and we talk about family stuff. Um, but I had a client about six months ago who just, we didn't click. It didn't matter what I did. It didn't matter what she did. We just were not clicking. Um, and I think it was probably the first time that's ever happened. Wow. And we have had thousands of clients and that was just one that I just, it didn't work out. And I had to take a step back and kind of step out of myself and realize it's not that I did anything wrong. It's not that she did anything wrong. Um, I'm not for everybody and everybody's not for me and that is totally okay. Yeah. So I was able to refer her to another spray tanner in next county over and they're great. So I think that's a hard thing for people to understand as a business owner. We want everybody to like us and come to us, but if they don't fit in, not to sound like cocky or whatever it is, but not, but if they don't fit in the way you do business, it doesn't make sense. If you don't mesh with them, it doesn't make sense. Right. So there's plenty of fish in the sea too. So (laughs) yeah, so that's good. Being able to take a step outside and say, Hey, you know, it's, it's not so much what I'm, I'm not doing anything wrong. She's not doing anything wrong. We just don't mesh well. So let's send her. And that's okay. Yeah. Let's send her to somebody else and they can handle her. She might be their headache or they, she may be their best client. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? We just may not have been a good fit and that is 100% okay with me. I lost more sleep. Yeah. (laughs) Strong personality. I lost more sleep. Um, just seeing her name on the schedule and stressing out. And now that I know that she's happy where she is tanning with the person she's with, I know that I benefited her in some way, even though I wasn't spray tanner for her because I introduced her to a spray tanner who meets her needs. Exactly. And that's what it's all about. Okay. So this will be the question that everybody would probably ask if they're in that situation. How did you deliver that information? This one's tough. Um, So I tried the passive way of doing it first um, by banning her in our schedule, thinking Uh, maybe you should get the hint because I don't like confrontation, but that didn't work. Um, So I had to just be direct about it and I had to put on my big girl pants and just handle it and say, I'm really sorry, but I don't feel like I personally or my business meet the needs that you need. Um, We are just not a good match and I really want you to be happy with your service and the service in terms of like customer service you're getting here. So here's a couple numbers. I think this person would meet your personality and suit your requirements and it did. 
So you did that in person or email? In person because she came to the shop wondering why she couldn't book a tan. Ah, okay. Sorry if you mentioned that at first. I was too into the story. No. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's great. I, I wanted people to know that because I think that as a business owner, as uncomfortable as it may be, nobody, most people don't like conflict, obviously. As comfortable as, as it is, that is probably the best way to handle it, to deliver that message because it is, uh, obviously, you don't want to do it in front of other customers or whatnot, but it's good to do it that way versus an email, which could be interpreted different than you mean it but if you can right. talk to them you can see how they react to it and then say hey look just this isn't working out i don't feel like you're happy we're not providing what you need here's here's some people like you said we can yeah. refer you to uh that's that's a good way to handle it though so yeah that's that's big of you to do because that's hard for people to do in the first place firing or or blocking a client and secondly yeah face to face <laughs> Yeah. And I wasn't given a whole lot of choice when she came in in between clients and we had a waiting room full and I had to let her know. And so that did put me on the spot and it did test my professionalism. But I mean, at the end, we both were really happy and that's what matters. So she left and she was perfectly fine. Yeah. She even left me a good review after that saying how well I handled her customer service. So. Do you mind sharing what the issues were? Was it like, Hey, this tan isn't perfect. Cause I know a lot of people have picky clients like, Hey, my tan wasn't perfect on my left ankle bone or something. It was never the tan. The tan was great. It was never the color, the tan. Um, it was always scheduling. She didn't know why she couldn't come in on days we were closed, but those are days were closed. She didn't know why I couldn't fit around 11 p.m. or 6 a.m. or whatever it may be, um, which led to her not being happy. And I, yeah, it would just stress me out thinking, okay, I have to go above and beyond to accommodate her. And I would try and then it would put me in a bind for the rest of the day or whatever it may be. And I just, it wasn't a good match and that's okay perfectly fine there's gonna be those so yeah. that's that's good of you to do I wanted you to explain how you handled it because I feel like that's a common question people ask in the forums because it's gonna happen it just you know personalities don't mesh across the board for everyone so I think everybody's gonna run across that owning a business for sure. for sure yeah definitely definitely so on the flip side of that what's the best moment you've had so far there's been so many that I could go on for days um one of the best things that has happened for me has been just the community outreach. I get to meet so many people now that I may have never crossed paths with before. Yeah. And I've lived in this county my whole dang life. Um, lots of people in my family here, but still a lot of my clients I may have never met. And being involved in their lives in terms of getting involved, like invited to their kids' birthdays and their weddings and they depend on me and they trust me and just yeah. building those relationships has been amazing. That's awesome. I think it's a good, I think it's something that's often overlooked is the fact that you're going to meet so many people and the relationship that you build uh, with, in your business. Um, you know, I could say the same about the Happy Chance podcast. I wouldn't have met so many cool people in, in Sunless Evolution. The same thing. Like you meet these people, you're like, wow, these people are, everybody has their unique story and individual things. And I think if you can tap into that and be a human, you know, on a human level with them, it really helps your business thrive. I'm sure you can attest to that. I mean, if you're getting if you're getting invited to their weddings that's pretty big so and i've, I've yeah, always said that and i'd be interested to see how you, what you do and sorry to cut you off um as far as like keeping note detailed notes on each client even like what their kids names are or their pets names or what's going on in their life so next time they come back i mean i don't have the best memory for names and stuff but if i can say oh yeah as soon as i think and say oh jessica she's talking about her son does this or whatever i can say okay i know exactly what to talk about right and it just establishes that rapport so yeah i um i cannot remember names to save my life <laughs> i can remember a face i can remember details 
but we, so on our booking app, it does have a client note section. And if there's ever something that just in my mind needs to stand out for future appointments, whether it's a color, a birthday, a special event they're doing, whatever it may be, um, we can just add that into their notes at checkout. And that way I get a text reminder 30 months before their next appointment and has those notes there. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. She was going to a wedding last time and helps me remember. That's cool. So, I mean, I do remember faces when they walk in, I'm just like, oh, they went on vacation. They, but a lot of it's also just building that relationship with them. And then it's just like a friend. You don't have to have things to help you remember because you have a relationship. Sure. Yeah. It's a, it's a good place to start. I think with the notes, especially if people are overwhelmed or maybe their salon, they have, I don't know, 70 people a day, whatever it may be. Right. You might not remember everybody, but if you establish a relationship as a friend, you obviously remember after that. Another thing you can do if you really want to wow them is like if you find out birthdays or big events, send them a little card, even if it's a gift card or a handwritten yep. note, it makes a huge difference for people. Yeah. Little business builder tip there for you. <laughs> so that's a good one. Wow. So you've had uh, some, some lows and some highs and uh, that's just part of owning a business. But It is part of it. And you just take it day by day and yeah. get it the next day and do better. <laughs> do it. Yeah do better, learn from those mistakes. Uh, I'm sure that you, if you had another client that uh, didn't mesh with you, it would be a lot easier to handle that situation now. So. Yeah, it definitely gets easier as you go. I think we've fired a few clients, fired a few clients now. um, And I'm sure clients have fired us and we don't know about it, but just take it all with grace and give grace. Yeah, that's true. It's true. I I think a lot of people get defensive and um, with that situation where it's, like you don't either they don't work for you or you don't work for them, whatever it may be. I think a lot of people can get defensive, but it is like they're paying for their service. They should be 120% happy. If they're not, then we're not doing something right for them. I can't right. change my service. I can't change who I am, but I can recommend them to try somewhere else. So yes. that's a good way to handle it. Uh, Jessica, do you remember 14 years ago how you got your first paying customer? I do. Um, okay. It is a wild story. 2005, right? You said 14 years, yeah. Yeah, in barely, August of 2000, yeah. Barely Facebook um, back then, yeah. Barely. I actually had a MySpace, um, and I was, <laughs> like, I had been out of high school about a year, um, and my first job ever was at a tanning salon here in town, and it was when Mystics and Versus were so, first coming out, so it was kind of, spray tanning was kind of new, I guess, in that yeah. sense, um, and I just fell in love with it. So a year later, I was working random, whatever, out-of-college jobs I had, um, and I bought equipment and thought I was just going to pretend myself and my friends mm-hmm. and I did that for a little bit and that was great. And then I worked at a strip club <laughs> and I figured, well, why not offer it to these girls? Like yeah. they're going to want it too. Right. So I did and they paid and they paid really well. And I thought, okay, if I can do this two nights a week, I don't have to work my other job. Yeah. And yeah, so cash too, right? <laughs> and the bank people looked at me crazy Monday morning with all the ones, but it didn't matter. <laughs> I was working, I made money yeah. and I was doing what I love doing. Um, I did hide that from my family for a time. We are in a very small Southern Bible belt area. Um, and it was shameful, I guess, Yeah. but not really. I was making an honest living. And so I finished medical assisting school went to do a little bit of nursing, um, still hated that field, wanted to just stay with spray tans, and then started doing mobile and would go from town to town. I was not smart enough to limit my area because I wanted it all. Yeah. And I got burned out rapidly. Is that why you went back to corporate? No, um, that's not. So I ended up getting in a really bad car wreck. 
about three, four years after that. Um, so I did mobile for a while and I was told I wouldn't walk again, wouldn't have more kids, had to have 14 spinal surgeries, a bunch of ankle surgeries. Um, and as my spinal surgeon says, I don't know how to quit. I don't know how to admit defeat. So he told me all these things and I just refused to believe it. Mm. So I just kept pushing and doing more and more tans, rented out a room in a tanning salon, um, decided that I needed better insurance because, you know, had a wreck. Um, went back to corporate yeah. for that and uh, then decided that's just not for me. Wow. Thank goodness you're okay. Was that on the job where you got hurt or was it just uh, outside of um, I was actually bringing my son home from his three month checkup. He was a little oh. bitty baby. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Hopefully he was okay too. Oh yeah. He's a tough little guy. Okay. Ooh. Well, I didn't expect that out of the story. I'm glad both of you are okay. <laughs> so good thing you don't quit. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, a good okay. attitude. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> that's a good thing for sure. So 14 years ago, first customers or strippers because you were to the strip club yeah. they pay cash and they pay good what what uh how did you find the equipment where did you get it from do you remember all those details i bought my first um from craigslist okay. and it was used and i had to use electrical tape to tape it up but it was like a hundred dollars yeah. and you know started with hundred dollars <laughs> in a dream um, <laughs> I made it work and then I just slowly upgraded from there. Okay. Was it like, yeah. do you remember what kind of, was it just like a whatever machine you don't even remember? I don't even think it had a name. It was like the old school pin style airbrush, not even like. Oh, you were doing legit yeah. circles. Yeah. <laughs> yes. For the first probably three years until I knew Jeez. better. Yeah. 30 minutes. Like I was tan, right? tying into those tans. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, man. That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> dedication. It was really don't it was work. Work. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an awesome story. I've have had I mean, one of the things we that I try to preach on here is like, you know, your equipment and I mean, don't get me wrong, the equipment and product matter to some extent, but it's not the deciding factor. So you're using that gun that's barely held together that takes thirty minutes to tan yeah. and people are using machines that are used to paint cars. You know, it doesn't matter. It is what it is. Yeah. As long as it provides a tan, that's what matters. <laughs> that's right. Very cool. Well, that's, that's a crazy story. Um, as your business is growing now, cause you have a physical location. Uh -huh. How, how has things changed for you? Like on a, like what you do daily or weekly or monthly, but obviously back then you're mobile, you don't have anybody else to account for. It doesn't matter. Do what you want. Now it's like, okay, got a legit spot and, I have to feel like an adult now. Like, I feel like this is real. <laughs> this is legit. Yeah, um, yeah. I have employees and stuff like, Oh my gosh, how do we get here? Yeah. But I try to wake up every day and I always put myself in a position that I'm not going to ask my employees to do anything that I'm not going to do myself. If I'm not going to clean the baseboards, I'm not going to ask them to do it. If I'm not going to, you know, take out the trash, they're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. um, so I will never, and I'm currently not ever, I'm never going to be too big for my britches. Um, I started this literally with a piece of crap <laughs> Craigslist gun. Um, and, you know, we have how many rooms are we have like five rooms here. Um, I, I still do all of it and yeah. I'm still like right there beside my employees doing it all. And that's the way it'll always be. Yeah. Best leaders lead by example. So there's no better way than that. Yeah, absolutely. I truly believe that's a good way to do it. Um, and you probably get, uh, you probably see that they, buy into it a lot more and they're dedicated because they're like, Oh wow, Jessica's not kidding. 
She's for real. She's here with us in the trenches. You know what I mean? Like, whereas other, yeah, I mean, you think about other people and their boss may come in late. They might drink a little coffee, go sit in the office. Who knows? They might tan a couple people and then head out for the day or whatever. And you can quickly as an employee become disgruntled and be like, forget this. I'm sitting here doing all the work, even though they don't know, obviously you you could be doing a ton behind the scenes, but I think the best leaders do lead by example and you can teach, you can teach people a lot like that and you can get a lot more buy-in from your employees. I think so. I learned a very valuable lesson in corporate America. Um, and I feel like you need to treat your employees amazing. If you don't, and they're not happy, you can tank so fast. Yeah. And so we do paid lunches and, um, continued training and incentives for things. We try to make it a fun work environment um, as long as they get their work done and they treat the customers above and beyond excellent, it's a pretty fun place to work. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so true. I think that it's a, it still amazes me. It's almost baffling that corporate, a lot of corporations haven't figured it out. The fact that, yeah, you have to take care of these people that are yeah. literally driving your business yeah. and are putting the fuel into it. Um, and, uh, I'll share this quote too. We were talking about taking care of your customers. And I wrote this down because I heard it and I was like, this is what we need for happy town, selling Evo, everything. It says, it's not our intention to please or satisfy our customers. Our intention is to amaze them because I think that is so good. I've never heard that. And somebody said that and I was like, Oh man, that's a good one. I'm jotting that down. Yeah. I'm going to share. I want to share that one because that's like, so the motto of everything it's like, yeah, we don't just want to, we just don't want to meet their expectations. We just want to blow it out of the water. Right. So Whatever that is, little things, remembering their birthday, sending them a card, greeting them at the door. Who knows what it is? You know, you might know their favorite drink or water or something and have it ready for them. The little things matter, though. Um, And that's so good to hear you take care of your employees. So you see so much you see so much more come back to you and they know that you care. That's the biggest thing, I think. Um, My manager here is amazing and she she's the backbone of this i swear she does enough work for like three people wow and so i try to make sure i really take care of her she's amazing how long has she been there Uh, only a year almost a year yeah so she jumped in i was like yeah i'm all in on this yeah she started out as sales and she's actually only 16 years old um wow and i have probably never met anyone as a strong with a strong worth ethic oh i can't do words like she has (laughs) other than maybe myself and like my dad or something like (laughs) Yeah, we call her Little Lieutenant. She is serious. Wow. I love that. Six, she's 16 right now? She's 16, yeah. So she had to get like a worker's permit months. or something? Uh, yeah, her parents. She's allowed to work. Everything's oh, good. Cool. Yeah. I didn't know how it worked. I think North Carolina, I think in my first job, like where I got paid through a W-2 or whatever, it was 15 and a half. I think you had to be like a, you had to have a worker's permit or something like that. We just have to have her parents' permission and they both fully support it. And they're really wow. involved here a lot too. So it really is a family run business. Like that's my kids awesome. are here. Her parents are here a lot. Yeah. It's great. That's awesome. Yeah. It's good for the community. You said it's pretty small. Well, how big is uh, the city there? Um, I think we have 300,000, which is small to me. I mean, yeah. You know. it's, I mean, it depends. Yeah. Depends on where people are from. You know, some people that are, have a thousand people in their cities. Oh, yeah. I, mean, oh, Lord, no. I still think we're tiny, but we have yeah. grown some. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, uh, talking about how great your manager is up, uh, any advice on hiring the right people? Have you had some bad experiences? Um, I've had some. I've had some okay, and then some that just didn't, weren't really notable. Um, hire people 
I know this sounds shallow, but do not hire someone based on their appearance. So when I first hired my first ever employee, and this was years ago when I was pregnant with my daughter, I hired that she fit the tanning beauty industry yeah. image um, because I wanted to represent my company and make sure she fit the image of a tanning salon. And I think that that was 100% my mistake. Um, you need to hire someone who has a good work ethic, mm. someone who is going to value your business, not as much as you do because it's almost impossible, yeah. but they're going to value it and they take pride in their work and someone who is honest and yeah. loyal. Yeah, I agree. You said a good thing there because I don't think anybody's ever going to care about it as much as you do. It's just natural. It's your baby. It's your yep. thing, right? So, but you can find people that are right there and actually treat it as their own. Did, I guess, is there like a specific interview process that you go through for that? Or is it just like, you just have to sit down and get the feel from them or? Um, I had a whole list of questions when I interviewed the first time <laughs> and the second time. And I try to do it, I guess, the corporate America way. Um, and that doesn't work in this world. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Yeah. I'm I like, I hate being asked those questions. So I don't ask <laughs> anyone else's questions. Sir, I really I don't have any weaknesses. <laughs> yeah, like I have none. I'm amazing. You're lucky I'm here. <laughs> um, I, I feel like I am a very good people person. I feel like that's my strength. And so okay. when I am interviewing, <clears throat> I want someone who has that same kind of quality because that's mm-hmm. the person's going to have, you know, second line of communication with my clients. They're going to be ones answering the phone. They're going to check them out. They're going to do all that. And so if they don't have good people skills, if they aren't personable, if they can't put a smile on their face, that's probably not the person to work here. Right. 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 I think you can get a lot from <clears throat> sitting down people and seeing them face to face. If they have references, obviously you can get some good idea. Hopefully from there, most people put their best references, I'm sure, but <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> at least find out why they left their previous job or were yeah. fired or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, you, you really have to, there's no magic success there. I think a lot of people are, are struggling with hiring their first person and that person can make or break your business, you know, hundred percent. Oh, for sure. It's huge. Yeah, for sure. Um, when I hired Sierra, who's our manager, I, on paper, everything was perfect. And in person, she was perfect, but the, her age kept holding me back. I'm like, well, she's only this old. Like how are people going to respond to her? And, yeah. um, my clients love her and she's mm-hmm. great. So I think if it's the right person age, uh, anything else, it's not going to matter. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I think that I think everybody has, is going to have their own style, and the person has to fit your fit into your, um, you know, your your kind of your business and the way you're structured and and everything, the, the atmosphere. Yeah, they have to fit yeah. into that, right? Because that's really derived from everybody that's involved. So For that's sure. an important thing. Uh, if you had to pinpoint one thing that has led to your success over the last 14 years from that broken down Craigslist, a hundred dollar <laughs> spray tan gun to a place where you have five, five rooms now, multiple employees, what would you say the one, if you had to pick one thing that has been the, the maker, you know, kind of the foundation, mm-hmm. the bedrock. I would say it's that, again, I don't know how to fail. I put all my faith in God. Yeah. Um, and I, like we have said, this business is a kingdom business. We give this business to God. And I feel like if I work hard, he's mm-hmm. going to take care of us. And so yeah. that's what it is. I, mean, I really do. That's what I feel like. Yeah. I love it. Uh, you know, some people might not, you know, whatever you believe in and people have different yeah. beliefs and some people aren't from the Bible belt, you know, I'm in the South myself. So I get it. I was born and raised in the church too. So <laughs> I get that. But, uh, yeah, the, the never quitting thing is big. I think that. Yeah, the, I don't quit. Yeah. 
I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's a good thing. Cause I think it's so easy to, uh, you know, a hundred bucks, not a big thing. You could easily say, ah, whatever, this wasn't meant to be right. Getting a car wreck, I, all this kind of stuff. And yeah. man, so many different things that come up there. I have a hard time with defeat. If I feel like something has just broken me down, um, I always, this is what I tell everybody, give me my day to cry about it, eat a bunch of carbs, read some <laughs> magazines, and tomorrow I'm going to come back with a fire lit inside of me that you're going to yeah. wish on my side before this happened. Uh, you're going to wish that you knew me before um, because I come back stronger than ever, and I do it every time. I give myself one day to cry, and then I move on. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's, that's really good. I like that. I also heard this guy that I uh, follow. Have you ever heard of The Miracle Morning? I have not. Okay. It's a great book. It's a community. Actually, it actually was a book I read early on when I started my entrepreneurial journey and it changed my life because it's all about like uh, kind of a structure in the morning when you get up and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, the guy that wrote that book was on a podcast recently and he said um, they had, he was taught early on in sales to learn the, the five minute rule that you could have something bad happen. You have five minutes to dwell on it. And then after that, it's done. And I mean, yep. similar to what you said, you said a day, same thing. As long as you can let that, let that stuff go, um, you're going to have some things happen that you didn't want, they didn't plan, they didn't go the way you expected them to, but it's how you react to those, let it affect you momentarily and then move on. Um, that's sure. really, that's really what defines you, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I love that. You can have a bad day and a bad moment. Just don't unpack and live there. Yeah. Nope. And a lot of people, another yeah. And another thing I heard yesterday was so true. And I don't think about it a lot. It's like this, the current situation you're in, the current problem you're having, you just get caught in that mindset and you don't think about this is only temporary, right? It's going to change yep. in a few minutes. We just get caught and say, gosh, this sucks, right? <laughs> Why does it have to be like this? Oh, That's yeah. one moment. Then the next moment, you know, you're happy. So you get caught in, in thinking and feeling directly from what's going on right now. Versus seeing the big picture and saying, oh, this yes. is only temporary. It's going to go away. <laughs> the right? big picture really does matter. Yeah. I think a lot of times people forget um, there's more than just this. The next yeah. day is going to be something totally else. Like you're going to have amazing clients the next day. Yeah. And you may have months of that. And then you're going to have that one. If you only focus on that one bad client, you're not yeah. giving your amazing clients the attention they deserve. Yeah, very true. Very true. Yeah. Always. And I use that same motto for your competition, what you're wasting energy on looking yeah. at your competitors instead of investing that energy into your people that are actually oh, there. For to, sure. Yeah. Yeah. That are actually there for you. And you've said, I know this from Sunless Evo, but tell us a little bit about, you said there's been some uh, corporate locations there for tanning, but they've all come and gone or something, or there's one in town, right? We have one corporate um, chain left. It's a Palm Beach tan. Um, I guess we have, we have a plant fitness, but that's a gem. They do have tanning and they've been on spray tanning. Yeah. Uh, we only have one corporate left here in Weatherford. And I've been around, whether it was mobile or renting out a closet at a hair salon or a room <laughs> at a tanning salon in another city, I i don't know how to quit. And um, I think it's just perseverance. And yeah. so I don't focus on what they're doing. I don't focus on, oh, well, they have $14 tans this week. Well, that's great for them. But yeah. we're not doing that here. Yeah. I'm not an amazing experience for the client. Yeah. Um, I don't focus on the competition. There was a time probably about two years ago, I did spend a good two months just so upset about a specific competitor. Um, I just could not like, Oh my gosh, how is she doing this? I don't understand. Um, and so I spent those two months not focused on my own business mm. and it hurt my business. And so that was a, she wasn't hurting my business. I was by focusing on her business. Yeah. So you should always focus on your own business. If you're worried about what they're doing, 
then you're not worried about your own. So once I got out of that mindset, I could care less what anyone else is doing. And I don't even know if she's around anymore. So I don't even know. Like, it's not even a thing. I don't care. Yeah, that's a good lesson. I, I try to preach that. And I see you, you see it too, right? In the forums, people are posting about competitors yeah. doing this 10. Who cares? I mean, it doesn't matter. You don't want to do that. I, you don't want to no. be the lowest. I mean, this situation, you want to be the lowest 10 in town, whatever, but there's could be something no. else that could be stealing your pictures. Have at it, whatever. You can have it all. It doesn't matter. We're not hiding anything. We're here. <laughs> We're not going anywhere. So. Yeah. Um, that's another thing. Like, I feel like this industry can be very secretive. It is. It is. And I feel like as we share what we know and our knowledge, we can only grow. We can only get better. If we're all sharing our mistakes, our struggles, our successes, that's going to help another spray tanner grow. Um, there's just no need for the competitive backfight. Yeah. <laughs> like collaboration over competition. We're yeah. all, no that. one can replicate you. Your customers are going to come to you for you, not for the solution you use, the gun you use, the way your right. room looks. They're coming to you for the experience and the feeling that you give them. Yeah. So use that to your advantage. Yeah, I love that. Collaboration over competition. I think that'll be the title of this one. I love that. Nice. That's great. I mean, part of the reason I started Happy Tens was because of that. I wanted people to share everything. I was like, look, these people are playing at the at high levels in this game. Different levels of success, that's a given, right? But they're all playing at a high level and look at yeah. they're sharing all their information. And part of the reason Jimmy and I started Sunless Evo was the same reason. It's like, look share this information like jimmy's been doing this for 15 years he can share information you've been doing it for 14 you can share information that helps people that have been doing a year save so much time and headache effort yeah why not (laughs) why not i mean they're gonna figure it out anyway why not help them why not be a mentor why not help our industry grow and you know get rid of all the weird stigmas about spray tanning yeah if we're also secretive it's gonna help clients (laughs) have this weird stigma about spray tanning right whereas if we're open and honest maybe those little things will go away yeah over time it will i have no doubt we'll get there slowly but surely we'll get there (laughs) it is very cutthroat what was that so we can quit seeing the ross from friends meme oh yeah the orange yeah 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 (laughs) the oompa loompas yeah the whole thing (laughs) yeah we need to i mean i think the what is that one quote about um, this kind of goes back to competition. You don't build the biggest building in town by tearing down the others. You build the biggest building in town by building the biggest building in town. Does that make sense? Okay. (laughs) Right. You don't need to worry about competitors. You don't need to take them down. You don't need to worry about other spray tent artists that aren't even in your area. You need to build your business, focus on your business, help others when you can. Um, You know, there's also a good, I, I don't know if it was the exact quote, but you think about like they say you, you learn and grow and get to a certain level. You reach back down and pull people up to your level. And then you go to the next level, you reach back down and pull them back up again. I think it's just like, you can see that visual of like literally doing that. And it's like, yeah, that makes complete sense. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I um, do spray tan trainings and a lot of my girls that I train comment how I can't believe you're sharing all this information with me. Like Mm -hmm. you're so open and honest and, uh, well, yeah. Aren't you paying for a training? Don't you deserve to know all this? Yeah. Aren't you getting in this industry? Well, what <laughs> what benefit is it for me to not tell you these things? Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. So, you can go to class, but we're only going to share fifty percent of it because yeah. we don't want you to take our business away. <laughs> yeah, that's not how it works. Like, yeah, yeah. there's plenty. Of, like again, there's plenty of uh, opportunity for everyone. So we could talk sure. about this stuff for all day, Jessica. For sure, we could. Um, what, uh, well, on that note, what type of equipment and solution do you use since you don't mind sharing? 
<laughs> I don't mind. So currently we have two systems. We have an Evolve heated. Okay. Um, and then I use my ride or die, like has not failed me in years. My Maximus light. Mm. I know some people love the TNT. Some people love the aura allure. I just can't, I don't know. I keep going back and forth. Like I think I'm going to get rid of it and then I don't, I just love it. Um, solution. I have a wide variety right now. Okay. Um, I have my own that I'm working on which I love and is my main awesome. one. I recently have really started loving Kellyanne Callahan's Black Obsidian. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually got a free court from her because I named Black Obsidian. I helped her choose the name. So I love that. Kellyanne is great. Um, love that solution. It's really, really good for dark solution. Um, I'm toying with a few others. I've used Unfiltered. Love it. It's really, really great. Carla's great. Um, Surely, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the Sholey Lux line, pretty amazing. It just depends on what client. Like I, I don't stick to just one, one thing. Solution, good. Yeah. Good to know. Um, we've heard a lot of different answers uh, for that question. The, both those questions. So Evolve is uh, heated equipment that's a little more expensive, but is it, it is. worth? Uh, do you have issues? I've heard some people say they had issues with their machine. So I go back and forth on it. Um, I don't think the customer service is great, but it's nice to have a little bit of a warm tan, but you know, I don't know. I go back and forth on it. Okay. Okay. So it is a love. Hey, I think, um, yeah, I feel like there's who owns a lot. Is that some of the sink or somebody else now? I don't know. They're just their own thing. I, have no I, feel like they clue. Got, I think they got bought by somebody, but that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah. The customer services can be an issue. Is that the one? No, Infinity Sun was the other one that somebody said that they had customer service issues. Might not be. That was in the past, so it might not be an issue anymore. <laughs> I was thinking about getting an Infinity Sun. Hopefully not. Oh <laughs> uh, Yeah, like I said, that was like three years ago, so check on it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You might want to ask around, but that's just, hey, I try to feed information how I hear it. I'm not, I'm not adding any. Yeah, I'm not adding any biases. If, if you're from Infinity Sun, don't cuss me out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nick from Infinity Sun is pretty great. So. Okay. Good. I mean, that's good. It could have cha- could be different. Could be a different crew there now. So, um, so yeah, I'm I'm sure I know the answer to this. But did you go through any training or certification when you started out? I did. You did. Um, the, cool. I did. The first two years, I didn't. I just kind of winging a prayer, figured it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a smart tan certification years ago in Washington Tanning Salon, which kind of like just glazed over. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I kind of had a little bit of back from that. Uh, then I did the, what is it? National, I'm Institute, trying to look on my wall out here. Training yeah. Tanning Institute. Yeah, I did that one again. Meh, whatever. <laughs> you know, questions, anybody both, can pay the $50, yeah. The questions are like, does a spray tan, is a spray tan applied to the skin? Yes. Okay, you're certified. Yes. You. Yeah, like I feel like a trained monkey could be whatever um and then I actually about three years in um mm-hmm. hired a lady and I want to say this is horrible because it's been so long ago I think her name is Janet she came from Arizona and trained me um mm-hmm. and so I got trained through her and that was the most thorough thorough and helpful training I've done so far yeah wow. um I did the evolved tan training Meh, you know whatever again was it video format or written or video and written I did okay. two different ways I've done um, a few others, and I'm trying to look on our wall. <laughs> I have 11 out there. I don't know. Wow. Um, but I honestly continue getting training every year. I'm looking yeah. for one right now that's not geared towards beginners because I feel like a lot are. Mm. And I am, you know, almost 14 years in. I don't 
need a beginner going, I don't feel like, but I want to definitely continue my education. Awesome. I think that's never stop learning. I mean, I don't care. I think I would go back and take beginner. I mean, what, not, not that you need to, but just like, Hey, you might pick up one thing that changes your, you know, even if it's, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think with it, you get your technique down, I think, but you can always learn stuff with business stuff. Obviously you can always learn business. I think a lot of the trainings lack in that from what I've seen, at least most of them. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Most of them are focused on the uh, certification or the uh, spray tanning side of it. So, Yeah. Um, also, I feel like a lot are geared towards just the solution they're pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like as a whole, our industry needs more of a standard up to date. I feel like a lot are also not up to date. Yeah. <laughs> up to date training, like a, yeah. you know, certification for all, I guess. Yeah. Very cool. Well, that's awesome. I'm Jessica, before I ask this final question, it has been a pleasure. I appreciate you being on here. Bronze Bells, check it out. Bronzebells.com with an S. Yes, there's an S on there. Yes. <laughs> not just one single bell. Yeah, not just one bell. Many bells. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. If anybody has questions, how should, can they reach you through your website, Facebook, Instagram? What's the best way? Uh, bronzebells.com. And then Instagram is bronzed underscore bells. They can reach out to us by email, bronzebellsweatherproof at gmail.com. I am an open book, seriously. Awesome. Yeah, Jessica, as I can attest to that, she is part of Soundless Evolution, as I'm sure she she doesn't mind sharing. She also was in the, uh, she also helped us in the group. She did a wonderful interview about uh, some membership stuff that really changed yes. her business. We don't want to give too much away. No, uh, no, no. If, if you don't mind, actually, just thought of this. Uh, if people are listening and haven't heard of Sunless Evolution, sunlessevo.com, do you mind sharing just kind of a quick 10, 15 second spiel about how it's been? Your founding member, you've been in for yeah. what, four months, three and a half months now, almost four yeah. months? Um, so Sunless Evolution, I feel like is different than other Facebook groups because I feel like people are more open and honest in there. Um, I feel like it is a group where there are a lot of very various levels of spray tanners. There's mobile, there's in salon, there's, um, celebrity spray tanners, Jimmy Coco. Um, there's really amazing, like people who train like Taryn Luquin. Um, so there's all different levels, people from all over the globe. You just get a lot of information and a lot of various opinions, which is super important because you can learn something from literally everybody. Yeah. I love that. I think that's, I mean, I'm biased cause I'm part of the group, but it's just like, it's, it's so cool just to see all these different people coming together. And Jimmy and I talk about all the time. We're like, we're so like this, we're so lucky. We love just looking in there. Even if people are just chatting back and forth and we have nothing to add, it's like, cool. I'm learning new stuff or adding yeah. new stuff in there and you just like it's just awesome to see the collaborate like you said collaboration over competition it's amazing sure. to see it i feel like the little group has a lot of the best of the best in there yeah it really does, it does. we're excited for the next intake on april 1st it's going to be awesome to welcome some new members and get some new blood in there and just kick it off yeah yeah so thanks so much for sharing that jessica i appreciate you i put yeah. you on the spot there the last question is, if you could write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out back in 2005 with your MySpace account, what would you say? Oh, little Jessica. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would tell that girl to um, value her worth. Mm. Never undercut yourself. Never, not just monetarily, but um, don't let people disrespect you. And I would tell her that you were going to do amazing things and never learn how to quit. Keep not quitting. Yeah. Like just keep not quitting. Just, be remove, fine. 
just remove that word from your yep. dictionary no altogether. <laughs> we don't quit here. Yeah, yeah, no quitting. I like that. It's a good, a good piece of advice. A lot of people have mentioned, you know, the not quitting perseverance. I think that's important. Spray tanning is uh, especially challenging. It's a, it's very taxing. It's a lot of uh, intimate relationships you get into with, with customers. It's a lot of uh, trial and error. It's a lot of ups and downs. It's a lot of busy season, seasons, slow seasons. It's a lot oh, of learning. Yeah. yeah. There's a ton to it, but you know, these people that are in it like yourself have been 10 plus years. It's like, you've been through the ups and downs and you still love it. And it's just, uh, there's a lot there. If you, if you're willing to put in the work, there's a lot there. Yes. Every single day I get to come to work and literally do what I love every yeah. single day. And even when there are bad days, it is better than a day working for someone else. I yeah. love it. every day. <laughs> we have to be very grateful for the opportunities we have, right. And not take, yes. take advantage. Like you're still, at least I'm not sitting in corporate America. And that's cubicle. right. Yeah. And a lot of people are doing this on the side. I think that their goal is to hopefully take a step out, get out of that, um, you know, just kind of make that jump. Do you have any last minute piece of advice for them? I mean, do you say you have to be at a certain, I mean, everybody's situation is so different, right? If you have kids, you need to pay bills. There's different situations. You have a husband that can support you, but anything you would lend, you know, some advice to them. Um, I was a single mom when I decided not wow. to, have another job, I guess you could say. Um, uh, get your ducks in a row. Line up everything you can. If this is what you truly want to do and it's your passion and you know that you can do it, um, reach out to every mom's group, every gym, every everything. Really work at it. You're only going to get as much out of it as you put in. Mm. So if you know that this is what you want your full-time gig to be, go for it. I'm a very much leap and look on the way down and it's never failed me. I've yeah. never felt it's all been a lesson. So if you're going to do it, this is where your heart is. Just do it. Yeah. I love that. Just Jump and you'll find your wings on the way down. Right. That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. Jessica, thank you so much again on behalf of me and the entire happy tense community. We really appreciate your time and advice and 14 years of expertise. You're just bringing these people for completely for free. You took them to school for free. Can you believe it? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> we appreciate it, Jessica. Thank you so much. Thank you, Grant. You're welcome. Have a good day.